0: Welcome to another episode of Piers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast, with your industry veteran hosts, Chris Detzel. This podcast starts now. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another Peers Over Beers episode. My name is Chris Detzel, and I'm not going to say special guest, but I do have Elizabeth Kinsey on the phone today, or on the podcast today, um, from Slack. Hey Elizabeth. Hey Chris, how's it going? Thanks for having me again. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on, and and um, congratulations is in. Uh, you know, I've got to tell you congratulations. You're now got a new title and everything else, so that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. I'm yeah, super excited um, uh, that I got promoted. My new title is Director Community. Um, so super super excited about that. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And I just got promoted to a a few months ago. So, um, congratulations. Thank you very much. And and it's funny because I put it on LinkedIn, you know, how you change it. And I think 200, I wasn't counting at first and then I posted this in one of the community Slack channels, you know, that I'm peers. I think you're the same one. Uh, it's one with, um, uh, dinner five Mm -hmm. anyways, I posted that and somebody goes, um, Chris, you have like 150 people that liked it and, and commented. And I was like, oh, really? So I looked, and I was like, let's see if I can get to 200. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but it, it's, it's cool. And, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today is, you know, uh, that titles matter uh, in community and probably anywhere you go. I mean, we all care about titles and, you know, I used to kind of think, oh, you know, if you just pay me more, you know, I don't, I mean, you call me whatever you want, but you know, as I've been in the space for a while, you know, you've kind of seen it grow a little bit and things like that, but what do you think about titles matter, matter to you?
1: Uh, so I think I'm similar to you. I, for a long time, I was like, oh, it doesn't really matter, but it does matter. I think it definitely does matter. Um, I think even thinking about your career path and sometimes the work might be similar because titles and levels are going to be different at across mm-hmm. different companies. Right. And so, it may be that at a tiny startup, you are the, you know, chief community officer, but at the much larger company, you're like a senior director or something like that. And so, but I do think that within the context of the company and the context of the industry, titles definitely matter, especially when you think about career progression. When I went Mm -hmm. from branch to Slack, I went from being a director to a manager. And Mm -hmm at the time I was like, it's the same type of work. And it's, you know, you know, I've got uh, more opportunities here. You know, you, you don't leave a job because they're going to pay you less. yeah. Um, so like there I were, mean... it was where <laughs> typically you don't anyway. So I was like, it's fine, but I definitely noticed the difference in the way that um, even within the industry, like the way that it was perceived. So I think titles matter for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think in in, in our pre-show you know, we kind of talked a little bit about, you know, uh, when you're in front of either executives or other directors or VPs, or even, you know, sometimes when you're in front of other people from different countries, you know, they they see titles. Some of them is very important, like when you're in France and you even mentioned Russia and things like that. And so, you know, I I was telling you a little story and I'll let you react or or tell a story if you'd like. But um, when I was... Um Well, just recently before I got um, uh, the director title over the last year, you know, I'm in front of you know senior level people. I'm talking to VPs and executives and whatever about you know community and stuff like that. And I have probably had this probably internal thing, whether or not people really thought this or not. you know, I wondered, you know, I'm just a manager, you know, are people really listening to what I'm saying and and, and I think they were, but it also helps, you know, you to feel at the same level as, as they are. Right. And then there is no kind of, but you had a story about, you know, something like that, which I, I thought was interesting.
1: Yeah. And I think what you're talking about is like very much a pair, a power dynamic because of the language that goes after your name, which is super yeah. interesting. And so you remove that power dynamic and there's a much better opportunity or chance for you to be able to collaborate with someone, even if it's a subconscious thing. I I do definitely think that, um, that it happens. I was telling you the story. Um, so I worked with a guy in Russia who is a developer advocate, basically was what he did. But the company I worked for, we called them evangelists. Mm-hmm. And he actually, he <laughs> Slack me- He sent me a Slack message and he was like, um, so I think maybe like you're a very American like view of the word evangelist. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't really translate in Russia. And then one of our um our dev advocates who is in India he said the same thing he's like so evangelist doesn't really like no one takes me seriously here and so I think also sometimes it speaks to the sort of tech nonsense that happens with titles sometimes like I can't like no one no one wants their title to be community rock star like what is that going to get you in your career <laughs> like no one wants to be community magician like that's I, a good
0: point you know it's, it's the same evangelist cute. like right
1: yeah
0: I've seen somebody somebody's title one time chief evangelist and I was like what the hell is that I don't even know what that means
1: you know and it never so guy uh guy Kawasaki who is the chief evangelist of Canva for a while and I think he also worked at Apple I can't remember but I remember the first time that I saw that yeah and I had a similar reaction because I (laughs) I mean honestly evangelicalism like where I'm from you know my I have I'm Mormon is my background like I grew up Mormon and so evangelical or like evangelism that's like that's churchy it's it's (laughs) exactly so when i first saw that i was like did can't is canva what i didn't even know what canva was but i I like read about it in a marketing magazine i was like is what does this guy do like are they a religion like and so (laughs) and it didn't but then it became such a um a prevalent term in tech and especially among startups where like you know, if you did anything in community or developer relations for a long time, you were an evangelist. It's like, mm, could mm-hmm. we not though? <laughs> could we maybe not? <laughs> so, well, I
0: mean, did you stop calling your folks evangelists, or do you still call We them?
1: did, we did. Oh, they became uh, technical, I think one of them became a technical developer, technical hmm. architect, um, and the other one became an advocate. So developer advocate.
0: So, you know, the point of this is titles do matter.
1: Titles do matter. Titles do matter.
0: <laughs> and, you, and you told a good story about it, right? I, I like it. Um, and something that you mentioned was um, kind of roles and responsibilities or uh, not responsibilities, but roles and, and how, I guess, David Spinks came out with this new kind of... Yeah. I, to, I, saw, I saw that, but I didn't really get to take a look at that yet.
1: Yeah. So it's like a community career map. Um, and I haven't, I haven't gone too deep into it. I've just kind of skimmed over it. But Um, It sounds like they've been using this at CMX and Bevy for the last year or so to sort of map what um, your career progression would look like in that community space. And it's adapted from or inspired by um, career paths from Holly Firestone, who is now at Venify, who was previously Mm. at Atlassian and Salesforce, Um, and then also Mary Thingwell, who is a huge name in DevRel. Um, and amazing. Both of them are amazing. I, the first time I saw a community career path was actually um, from Erica Cool and Holly Firestone when they were both still at Salesforce. And we had reached out to them to ask them a bunch of stuff about like just building communities because that's what you do, right? You like talk yeah. to people that have done it. And so in the course of that, um, I ended up seeing some of the career mapping that they had uh, for trailblazers and kind of what they had developed along the way. And I, it blew my mind at the time that like there were people out there thinking about a career path. So the fact that we've gotten from like that, which was probably four years ago, and now this like beautiful community career map, which I think is definitely something that I'm going to dig into and probably adapt for our team. Um, mm. And take, cause like even just glancing at it, looking at kind of what the responsibilities are, the technical skills, like this looks like a really great resource. Um,
0: and you can probably copy some of that and paste it on like a, hey, this is what I'm looking for. It's as, a you know, free occasion. template.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a I'm, free I'm template a look from at CMX. That. So I, yeah, everybody should. There's like a ton of people and I'm looking at it right now. There's like seven people on the dock right now. So I'd say it's popular.
0: What do you think? So you have, I don't have any staff as of yet. I think I'm going to get one sometime early this year or late, I don't know. But um, as you kind of look at your staff, um, how important is something? Obviously it's important, right? It gives you a really good guide of how to kind of, move them along the, the way, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, at Slack, we have really great, we're pretty lucky. We've gotten very good indication around career mapping um, within the marketing org. And so we've kind of adapted that to community, but it's nice. This is going to be great to have things that are a little bit more specific to what it is we're doing. And I think looking forward as we build the team out, Um, that's going to be super important because you want to be able to create opportunities for people to grow into new roles. But that doesn't necessarily mean that like you, you have the idea of what all of those steps might be. And this, I think, you know, is the type of thing that in in combination with, you know, your company's sort of career level mapping, you can make something that's really clear. And I think that that's the biggest piece around titles and career mapping, people just don't want uncertainty, right? Yeah. Like when you are, you know, a couple of years into working and you're starting to realize like, Hey, maybe I do need to put boundaries in place. Hey, maybe I do need to like, um, think about where do I want to be in five or 10 years? Not necessarily just, you know, can I pay the rent tomorrow? Um, and I think that obviously as you, that, that still happens since it happened in my thirties well, I pay the rent tomorrow? Um, but uh, should we dive deep so into that? Yeah, no, let's not dive deep into that. Uh, but I do think that like having an idea of where you're trying to get to gives yeah. you a lot more incentive to get there than if you're just sort of blindly like, how do I get promoted? What do I do to move up and get more money? How do I make people, you know, give yeah. me more responsibility, take on new projects? So I think that something like this is is a great a great tool for for people that are managing community teams.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, when you look at even a company like mine and, you know, we're a small company, right? You know, we're kind of this startup that's just kind of taken off in a way, but, you know, the career ladder and career kind of goals and all that kind of stuff is being built today. You know, you're carving it out. starting to build the uh not just in community but in all roles within the entire company because we didn't have that it was just like you know the startups are a bunch of people and they don't care about that hr stuff and the career ladder but as you grow and get bigger you start caring about it because one you know you want your people to stay you know and and two is you know because we all want that like you know if i'm sitting here and and i'm like okay well when how can i get a promotion what does that mean you know we all want to know what that is and and I think that community has been um, shortchanged for a long time. And maybe just because it's, it's not new, you know, like let, let's quit calling it new. It's been around for like 20, 20 something years, Years, but it is now just probably in the last two or three years. I mean, it's booming and taking off now. It it's, was there before, but so it was way worse then, right? When you think of career yeah. letters, but so they have to do something. And, and And I really think that was a great idea from CMX bevy i don't know whatever you want to call them uh but you know to to do that because you know and, and then you know you want your people uh that are under you to to feel that way i'm sure you know having a team and everything else changes everything a team of one you're like i just care about myself a team of four or five or whatever you have and as you kind of grow you know they have to be able to do that as well you know and, yeah. and grow you know yeah. i mean we all do Super. i think-
1: I think I totally agree with you. And I think one other thing, especially right now, right? So we're in the middle of the biggest sort of, of my generation, the biggest shift in how people work, where mm-hmm. they work, leaving like the great resignation, the great hiring, but whatever you would call it, like we're in the middle of that. People are burnt out. They need change in order to see themselves in a new world of work. A lot of them are leaving the jobs that they have this is the kind of thing that i think can help solve some of that burnout like not necessarily solve it but give you a much better ladder to climb and give you um, i mean you know whether it's this career map or it's something that you do with your company or you use you know if you go check out holly firestone's blog she's got some great thoughts on this um there's there are a lot of community leaders out there who have really good thoughts on this but like the more again that you can be clear with people the less that they're going to, the less tendency there can be to have that burnout, because you can take here all of the things that I should be doing within this role and build your boundaries. And like, that's a huge part of not burning out. And so, you know, to your point, you were talking about retention of employees earlier, if you have this type of thing in place, You are much more likely to be able to keep people and to help them progress in their careers. And then when they do leave you, because no one's going to stay anywhere forever. This isn't 1950. We're not going for gold watches. Like, (laughs) no one's going to stay anywhere forever. Right. Like, but when they do leave you, it's they leave you a grown, you know, they've had grown growth. They've been able to progress and they're going to take that stuff with them to the next place. So you're Mm -hmm. by providing this type of thing, you're, Setting people up for success, and then you're also like setting your reputation up for success. I don't know. So it's just rambling no, like thoughts, that. but
0: I like that. And I have read uh, Holly's um, blog a while back, um, and as a matter of fact, I kind of used it in some of my presentations, or at least parts of it, because it, it is excellent. You know, uh, it just kind of goes to the roles, some of the responsibilities, um, and she made a she made some uh, nice little pictures for you to look at, you know, so it was a, it was an excellent piece.
1: Oh, absolutely. I actually referenced it when I was talking about, um, you know, when I was, when I became a senior manager, um, and then was going on to actually take on a team, my boss at the time, like I shared the, that article with her and was like, Hey, this is what we want to model. Like, this is the kind of thing that we're thinking about. Um, and I think that that's the other thing. Community is booming right now, right? It's not new, but it's booming. But there are so many executives and people in leadership who don't really know what it is People should do so when they come to you and they're like, "Hey, could this be done by like a temp, or could we have like you know, can can we can we hire someone on contract, or can we get?" And it's like, sure, but let's really talk about what this role is. And I think this gives a good starting place for people that don't have any context. You and I have a lot of context, but like if I hand it, you know, if you're a startup that's just about to start, you know, you're launching a community and you want to think about this. And like, what are the roles and responsibilities? This is another great framework, I think. Um, but yeah, so.
0: So let's talk about that a little bit. I, not to completely get off, but, you know, as, as kind of executives think about, you know, a community manager, for example, and bringing in somebody, you know, the responsibilities of one person to do community is a lot. When you think of you know, having a strategy, building a roadmap to one, start a community from scratch. Mm-hmm. And then you have to think of an engagement strategy to engage them. You got to think of the goals that, you know, you got to tie those business, or your goals into the business goals, whatever those are. And then you got to think about um, a content strategy to really kind of, so that could be Q&A, could be blogs, could be video, could be, you know. your Is it, uh, it
1: user generated content? Is it
0: Yeah, and how do you engage the people? Because at the end of the day, you build it; they're not coming. You know, period. You know, you have to get give a reason why. So when you think of engagement, you have that strategy of, "Hey, this is what we want to accomplish." So if it's case deflection, or if it's you know building something kind of cool, you know, for your people or peer to peer networking, whatever, you still have to have those engagement tactics to kind of do that. What I'm getting at is, you know, I do all that shit today, right? You know, and on my own. So how do you kind of you know say, "Hey, look, Chris." Chris is in the world, which is a lot of me in the world right now from a community standpoint. And 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 as uh, I don't know if you heard any of Nicole uh, Saunders stuff, but you know, she said you know, you have to show the value and say, okay, if you want to double this value, then you need to hire this, you know, that kind of stuff. But point is is there's a lot of stuff. There's people in marketing just doing thinking content. There's people in marketing or in other areas just thinking of how do they, you know, when you think of a CSM, how to engage those people one-on-one and, and that kind of, but it, it, you know, in the digital world, I'm not saying you, you can have less, you can have less people doing this stuff, but it's still, you know, it, it's still one person for me today. How did you convince, and, and then how did you kind of look at the roles and responsibilities to kind of say, hey, look, you know the Elizabeth Kinsey's of the world can't just do this forever. If you want to scale, this is what you're going to have to do, you know, engagement, I don't know, whatever, you know, does that, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, totally makes sense. I think. So in both of the last kind of companies, the Slack currently and the last company that I worked for, it was really about proving that value and also saying, okay, so here's where we are now. If we Mm -hmm. want to get to the next level what do we stop doing in this bucket that has clearly been successful? If you don't want to stop doing anything in this bucket that we can measure success on, then we need to hire someone else because we have the opportunity to, you know, increase this success. Mm. So that's one, that was like one piece of the argument of like, let's add someone in. I think the other piece, especially um, for where I am now is the volume is just too much for one person. <laughs> like it's just too Fair much. Enough. You know, Fair enough. It, even if we think, even if we boil it down to like one audience, you know, there's over a million developers developing on Slack. So if it was just developers, so I'm going to be a million. I'm, I'm my total addressable market would be a million people, me, one person. Sure, mm-hmm. I have the power of the marketing team behind me and I can work cross-functionally with other people, but yes, I'm still not going to work 12 hour days and I'm not going to, And that's not enough. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, I could just, I would never get anything done. And so saying, okay, these are being really specific about, these are the programs we want to run. This is the time that needs to be invested in them to be successful. So if we have four of those things that we want to do, there is one of me. We need to pick which one's most important or we need to hire to it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was probably, especially like with getting the first role in, um, at mm. Slack was a big opening door. And then it's honestly like after that first role, it kind of becomes easier to prove value because you can then say, Hey, yeah, look, we hired someone and look how much better things got. Mm. Um, and so you can continue to kind of layer that on. I think the other thing is that they're like, I have definitely been the one person who has done everything, like the, you know, everything, <laughs> the marketing, write the copy, write the tweets, yeah. write the, um, you know, create the images, make the banners, <laughs> order the swag, get the pizza. Like I've done all of the things, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, mine the database, clean the records, you know, put it mm. imports and exports, do the marketing operations. I definitely <laughs> think that that is the way like When it gets to a certain volume, everything tries to be a priority and then nothing is a priority. And so when you get to that point, you got to be like, hey, we need someone else too. If we want to continue at the level of craft and that we are now, um, so, or make sacrifices, what are we going to cut? And I have always tried to be really clear Mm -hmm. with my managers about my workload. And I think that that's an important thing, like to be able to define what you what is the max that you can take on, and then be really diligent about sticking to that because Ooh. that's I think what the hardest thing is because it's easy to draw boundaries and it's easy to walk over them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's you just gotta you gotta prevent yourself
0: from walking over it. Yeah, it's so good. Like, uh, I'm so glad you're on this because you have just got so much knowledge to share. I, it's funny because right before this I was. Um, so I do these things. I call them the to Community Shows. They're just deep dives into the product. You know, it's kind of complex. And about every week, you know, we we do one. Well, we lost our social media person, which used to put kind of the intros on mm-hmm. uh, my videos. You know, that I push out into Vidyard, into YouTube, and everything else. And he would do all that. And uh, then he also promoted them through these kind of cards. You know, and so I did, all I did was did the the show now I've got to do it all. Like right here, I had to do two of them. I was like, all right, I got to cut this thing and then put this in here. And I'm like, why am I doing this? (laughs) You know, like I don't (laughs) have time to sit here and and it's important work, but man, I I just can't, you know, uh, I don't have the time to sit there and and spend on that. You know, I have another job too, that is on the executive council. So I've got to run that. How am I going to do that and this community at the same time? You know, so, you know, it's just, and so I I think you're right. and, And it's not the problem, though, Elizabeth, is that it's it's hard one for us to kind of do that, right? Like we do all these things, and then one, we've got to communicate it, and it's left to us. to, I'm I'm not mad about it, but it is left to us to communicate communicate in a really good way of what we're doing and what we shouldn't do. I love what you said; I think it's highly important. Um, but you know, other roles, like in the marketing roles or in the customer org. They already, their roles are defined. They already know what they should go do and don't do. Mm-hmm. So why don't we have to continue to prove that out and say that it's frustrating, but it is what it is. We got yeah. to talk about it. We've got to push it out there. You know, sorry, Chris, you know, nobody's going to feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I,
1: I mean, I think this is where tools like this come in really helpful. Yeah. I will tell you though. So my first marketing job was roughly, let's see, like 2007-ish, um, the first kind of real marketing job that I had. And, uh, there was no respect. It was like <laughs> just the worst, everybody crapped all over marketing. And there was two of us, we did like a ridiculous amount of stuff for the, t- the size of company that we were. I mean, thinking back, I'm like, wow, I said yes to a lot of stuff that I would not say yes to today. And that's just, you know, progress and growth, but yeah. It took that same role now that I have, or that I had then, um, or a very similar role. Like those are different subject matter roles, and I think something similar is happening with community. When, and it also has to do with like the size of the company, right? So like if you mm. are at a small startup yeah. and you are in demand gen, you're probably doing everything. Yeah, um, and That's so right. I think it also has somewhat to do with that, but as you get bigger and you need more specialization, those roles are already defined. And I think that this is something that, and that's just over the last, you know, especially in the like kind of digital and tech and like online world, a lot of those roles are only 15, 20 years old, right? Like Mm -hmm. when I had my second marketing job, do we have an SEO manager? No, I just used Google AdWords. and was like, how's this shit work? Like it was you know, like it was, But now, now there are people whose whole jobs are that Google AdWords, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think (laughs) they they, don't
0: know anything about SEO. They just do Google AdWords.
1: Exactly. And their titles matter. They they matter so much. Their
0: titles matter. (laughs) No, look, in, in going back to that, their titles matter. You know, that's, that's kind of where this is going, right? Like is is to a specialized specific community type role. So you get your, I, I haven't looked at his, but you know, the assumption is you've got kind of this associate role, then you have community manager, and then you have senior community manager, then director, et cetera. But then you can even have kind of on the side here, engagement type community manager. You can have an operations type community manager, and then all this shit, you know, that you can yep. do just in community that people want. People want data. I've, I'm, today I'm the data guy. I'm the Mm -hmm. storyteller. I'm the content strategist. I'm the engagement strategist. I'm fucking everything. You know what I mean? And so, but you put somebody that is, you know, specifically on those particular roles, just think you're right. I mean, you know, I'm at a smaller company. We're growing like crazy. And, Hopefully over time that changes, but at the same yeah, time. It sounds
1: like you need you need someone on your team, Chris,
0: what it sounds like to me. It <laughs> yeah, sounds like we I need do. to work on that fix. <laughs> yeah, I got to work on the. Well, I think it's coming, but, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm not the most political guy, Elizabeth. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, I don't get the best words to say all the time. You know, I just say, I need somebody. And, well, you know, prove it, Chris, you know fill out all the spreadsheet shit that all these other people have done before that I haven't done so that's another thing I do to figure out how to do yep, <laughs> you know yep. what I mean it's like the so. overhead
1: of doing all the overhead <laughs> <laughs> so, no it just it's just it is, interesting though. no it is yeah. you know
0: I get very passionate about certain subjects you know and 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 maybe it's because you know I'm going through some of that today you know but the stuff that you're like it helps me so I'm glad that you came on today just for that one it helps me vent but it is more so of this is how you go solve that problem, Chris, you know, that, and and I think that's important. And so roles, titles, money, whatever, it all matters, you know, at at the end of the day. And, you know, uh, and I think brands matter too. I don't know why I just said that, but I I think it's highly important. Like you want to work for a company that has either a good brand, a good reputation, you know, that, you know, I just talked to somebody the other day that, you know, they hate their job, you know, and they want to quit, you know, and, and they just, it, it has a bad culture and everything else. And so, you know, if you can find a company that really has a great culture, but like you said, of like Slack has a really good culture of hiring from within or, or you know, moving you up and all mm-hmm. these kinds of things. And so that sounds pretty awesome to me, you know? And so I don't know. Yeah.
1: You want that, you want that gold culture. I agree, brands matter and I agree where you work matters. I think something that I always think about is who am I making money for? Because I don't own this company. Like if I have no. shares, sure, I'm making myself money, but like yeah. really who am I making money for? And does that align with who I am as person? Um, yeah. And I think that that's a luxury. It's a luxury to be able to consider that it's a privilege to be. And so I want to call that out. Like I feel privileged mm-hmm. to be able to consider that because that was not a consideration that I could have thought about, you know, four or five jobs ago where, that was, I didn't have the luxury of being able to think that way, you know. It was like, no, I just need a job, and so I think that, like, <laughs> you know, like I think that when you get, I just need a job that pays well that has health insurance,
0: yeah, yeah, which
1: is like a whole other thing. But like, <laughs> think, like we so going go back to your so 30s, long.
0: did you want to go on that?
1: Yeah, topic? no, no, no. Oh, okay. uh, but uh, but I do think that like. <laughs> I do think that, you know, ultimately <laughs> that does matter. So I lost my train of thought there, but. That, that's okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> it started making me think about, um, you know, uh, so the other day I was posting um, something on Twitter. I think it's something about you. It was like, I say the other day, a couple of weeks ago, and then I looked at your Twitter account and I saw you karaoke and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that's Elizabeth. She, she, she karaoke like on Twitch, yep. you know? So yep. that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I gotta listen to this. <laughs> oh God, I'm so sorry.
1: Don't <laughs> do this. No one should listen to it. It's terrible. Um, it's, it's
0: a public, so that's, it's, I mean, it is. I knew yeah. it was fine for me to say it. Because oh yeah, it's all public. So absolutely
1: know. no. It started. That's a fun thing. That's a, a pandemic development. You know, we're not the same people we were th- yeah. at the start two years ago. But I was definitely a karaoke person. But um, you know, you couldn't go to karaoke at the start of the, yeah. at, at, during the pandemic. Um, at the the height of the beginning, and so. Twitch actually had a product called Twitch Sings. Um, and I'll bring this back to community because I can do that. Uh, so Twitch Sings was great. You could get on and you could like sing a bunch of different songs. It, you would earn stars and points and you could duet with random strangers and um, like wow, it developed this whole Twitch Sings community. And so I met a bunch of other weirdos like me and we just would like you know, Twitch sings and they killed it. They killed it. I know it's terrible. So they killed (laughs) it um, at the beginning of 2021. It's the worst time to do it. Worst time to do it. Everyone like was so all these communities like migrated, there's like discords around people mm. that were like Twitch thing, like fame, Twitch things famous. I was not, trust me. I was not, um, but, but yet, there were like, you know, you know, there were all these different communities that sprung up from it, which was really cool. Um, But they had to, they stopped doing it probably because of DMCA stuff and takedown notices and all mm. the copyright stuff that happens with music. And they probably just were like, this is a headache. We don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But then it left this void. What are you going to do? Like, you know still it's still a pandemic so i'm not going to go and do the most dangerous activity that you could possibly do during a <laughs> pandemic singing indoors and who wants to put a
0: mask on it. doing it you know it's just yeah it's difficult
1: um yeah it's not it's, it just ruins it all and so i started just streaming random karaoke on friday nights and still get to hang out with some of the people in the community so that's fun
0: but. that is cool you know uh the the folks that really love uh karaoke or the koreans so when you go to like uh uh like hang out with them you know they just want to go do a ton of karaoke and it's a lot of fun i don't do it a lot but
1: uh you know there's just like
0: this whole culture of let's go to karaoke
1: my biggest pre-pandemic regret. We, um, so at Slack, the DevRel team it, before the pandemic did these uh, tours where we would yeah. go to different parts of the world and do a bunch of meetups and show off a bunch of the stuff for the products. And I decided, oh, I don't need to go on the APAC tour. I'll go on the next one. It'll be fine. This was like November of 2019. It's like, no, I don't need to go to, you know, Seoul and Tokyo and I don't need to go to Singapore So during that, all the DevRel team that did go to all those places, they are like sending me pictures of karaoke every time Mm -hmm. they went. And I'm like, oh, I really want, you know, FOMO, really wish I went. And then... The pandemic happened and now I'm like full. That's like the one, like one of my biggest regrets, like definitely should have just you didn't like go. bit the bullet. I had, I was coming off the, I would, I had a bunch of travel. There was like a bunch mm. of community events happening and I was like, I'm so, just going to travel for those. I'll mm. stay in the U.S. I had like people, family getting married. I was like, it's going to be so hard yeah, to coordinate. Too much. yeah. Um, yeah, I totally should have just lived through all that crap and like, (laughs) it's just gone. And then I can tell you how great karaoke in Korea is, but
0: yeah, that's crazy. Well, I hear it's awesome. Um, Yeah. I remember uh, during kind of that time as I was working at Imperva and the nice thing is I get to travel all over the world. You know, I went to um, uh, Israel a couple of times, I went to Belfast, you know, and California, whatever. But um, then I had uh, a trip, booked for singapore and then i had another trip booked for another israeli trip and uh another belfast and then my wife and i can go to south africa and she's gonna do this run thing or, or whatever and it's all booked Travel everything like literally started in february you know you know that's when it started it was yeah. you know basically and i had to cancel it all like i yeah. couldn't believe it and <laughs> thousands, upon thousands of dollars oh. like, i mean it was it was terrible and and so um you know, the positive is, is that, uh, you know, uh, you know, I get to do some of that beforehand, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, I left that company and came here at Reltio because I do think that, you know, bringing this back to the community, uh, building relationships, not just here in the U.S., but all over the world and having beers with people, literally beers, you know, we're not having mm-hmm. a beer today, but um, having beers, building those relationships, just having pizza, whatever, karaoke with people, you know, uh, that you do business or you work with and even customers, of course, but this is important. And so it's, it's been a transition for me over this last, I don't know, three years, it seems like two oh, and yeah. a half, whatever, but I'm sure yeah. you've kind of dealt with that same thing. So.
1: Yeah, definitely. The, the, oh my God, I haven't gotten on a plane every two weeks for two years. Is real. One of my coworkers was like, I'm coming this, to- I'm getting on a plane. So excited. I'm like, oh,
0: I'm so jealous. I've gone a Are couple
1: you- places, but it's not yeah. the same.
0: Same. I mean, I've yeah, I think I've traveled workwise twice last year. Um, and that's it. Twice. That that's it. You yeah. know, like I traveled twice. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's it's kind of crazy. Well, Elizabeth, I think, you know, it's a great topic around um you know, your role matters, your title matters, and then going de- a little bit deeper into, um, you know, different roles and responsibilities within community. And, and I really, really enjoyed this uh, Peers Over beer. So thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It was super fun conversation.
0: Yeah, it was. Well, thanks everyone for another Peers Over Beers. My name is Chris Detzel and we had Elizabeth Kinsey on the phone from Slack and she did get a promotion Director of Community. So congratulations. Thanks, friends. All right, bye-bye.